Hello, everybody. Welcome in. I am here live with Coach Porter. Coach, how you doing? Doing great, Coach. How are you? Great, great. So you're in the, uh, yeah, you're in the PNTT finals. And uh, I would say you have fairly unscathed through winning most games by 30 plus points. Um, how are you feeling about your team right now? I mean, you know, this early and not having lost any games feel pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there are some things they have to work on for sure. Um, yeah, they have a few areas that they need to improve in. Uh, one is shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, I don't have a whole lot of complaints just yet. I mean, it's still a long way to go. Yeah. Still, uh, yeah, still a lot of coaching to do. So it's – a lot of each, each year is different. Each team presents a different challenge. You had to figure it out, like what it is they don't do well and how to correct it. So, yeah. you know, I've, I've noticed that, you know, just because you're good, like we were playing great at the end of the year last season. Uh, this season, not so much, even though you might not believe that looking at some of the scores. But, you know, I mean, if you look at our first, the first game, uh, that was a game that we could have lost. We led most of the game, but, you know, they came back at the end, could have lost that game. And then obviously mm-hmm. the St. Paul, uh, Karan Davis had to hit a three-point shot at the buzzer basically to win that game. We were down by two. So it could mean at this point, as good as the team supposedly is, we could have two losses. Yeah. Um, so uh, so one thing that um, I've noticed is your team – so your team's never been to the uh, PNTT playoffs. Um, this is this is your first this is your first trip is that right? Um, yeah, well, this is the second. I think this is the second year you're in this thing. Yep. Uh, I, I think you did two years before this, maybe not in a row, but um, okay. yeah. Uh, but this is the first year that you've made the playoffs, and um, what what does it mean? Like, how, yeah, how do you get your guys ready for such a prestigious tournament like this? And uh, yeah. Well, I mean, the first thing is is get. I hope there's no that championship hangover, and mm-hmm. you know, which will happen to some of these teams. You know, once they, you know, yeah, you know, win a national championship, you know, the next year they come back and think everything's just going to be easy. But mm-hmm. in actuality, guys are going to compete a lot harder against you, and yeah. they're going to throw everything they have at you to try to win that game. So yeah, you have a target on your back now. Exactly. So you have to approach every game that way. And, you know, that's what I do. So, you know, I'm, I'm worried about every team I play. Yeah. Every one of these teams. Like right now I'm looking at Lansing and I'm like, I got to knot my throat. Cause this could be a team that, that beats us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they could. So looking at your team, obviously, you know, there's been a lot of talk about your team and, um, but you have currently, uh, nine ties on your team, I believe. Um, maybe eight if, uh, if what um, Des Moines coach <laughs> says is true. Uh, how do you keep everyone happy? You know, you got you got Ramon Smith a two-two tie sitting on the uh-huh. bench. You got Paolo Davis or pa- Paolo Bowles, uh, who was a starter for an NTT team for an NTT champion, sitting on the bench. You have Jeremiah Jordan, a six-six freshman. Coming off the bench, how do you keep everyone happy um, when you have that much talent on the bench? 
Well, that's an interesting segue into something I was going to, I wanted to kind of address towards the end of the interview, but we can go ahead and do it now. As far as like um, the tie factor and the luck factor, uh, if we can just look at, you know, Christian Williford, for example. Mm-hmm. And you would look at that and say it's a 6 6 tie. So you have, you know, seven guys on this on them. And, you know, so a lot of guys are looking at this like, well, there's seven people on them, you know, uh, any one that makes him extremely lucky. But when you actually look at the teams that are chasing them, you know, three of them had no shot. So it, really, it was really more like a three and three. And of the, re- of the remaining teams, the impact was, I think, was the overriding factor because he didn't want to be the guy. Any okay. the rest of those teams he would have went to, he would have been the best player on the team. And his impact rating said that that's not what he wanted. He wanted to go to a good team, but he didn't want to be the guy. He didn't want to be the best player. That's how I read it. And, you know, here, he he's not. He could just be, you know, one of the guys. Yeah. So okay. that and the same thing with Jeremiah Jordan. Their prefs were, you know, very, very similar in that regard. You know, low impact guys that wanted to play for a winner. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. I think a lot of guys will look at a player and think, you know, well, they, they like them and, you know, it's somebody that would fit them well, but then the preferences don't fit them well. You know, they mm-hmm. really have to like take all that in consideration. And the impact seems like, you know, to me is a, is a huge one. So you're saying you have a better understanding of the preferences than any other coach out there? Uh, no, but just <laughs> in regard to Christian Williford, when you looked at, you know, when you eliminate the guys that didn't really have a chance, you know, based on win preference and all that, and then you take down, you know, the, the rest of the guys that were there, I mean, that's the way it looked, is that he didn't want to be the best player on the team. Okay. Okay, so you, you've been recruiting players that don't want to be the star, that, that want to be just a guy, you know, and uh, that's that's how you make it work. Right. Well, initially, I mean, you know, the early class, like Justin Miller, was a completely different situation. That mm-hmm. was a 10 and 10. Yeah, I got lucky there. Uh, he was a high impact guy. Didn't, uh, you know, that was at a point my program was a little down. So, you know, I think his win preference was maybe like fair minus something like that. Um, okay. So it just worked out for us that way. Yeah, 10 and 10, that's, that's pretty lucky. But you also got to look at, if you go back and look at it, a lot of those guys that were chasing didn't have a shot. So out of like out of like eleven guys that are chasing them, maybe like only five of them had a legitimate shot. Then that's you know, it. Really comes down to those guys. Okay, that's that's how you think it goes. <laughs> um, well, I mean, yeah, that was my read of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I see. I, I've always read it as everyone's got a shot, but you know, preference tilted a little one way or the other. But well, if he was, let's see, if Christian Wilford was like a high impact player. Um, then, you know, he'd want to be the guy. Yeah. I mean, that's the way I look at it. Okay. And, 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 and that, you know, that when I was sizing, I didn't expect to sign Jordan and Williford, obviously. Yeah. I was really just trying to get one of them. For sure. But I, I got two of them. But it just seemed odd to me that both of their preferences were pretty similar. Yeah, for sure. So, um, Lansing, they got, they got a good team. They run a zone. Um Got a got a good defense full of guys. They don't really have any stars or anything. So how do you plan on, you know, just slowing them down? They seem like just an offensive team that just 
I mean, they thrive on the offensive side of the basketball. Well, I think adding Gavin Hall gives them a, you know, a dimension that they definitely didn't have last year. A uh, 6'6 point guard, that's a stud on top of that. Um, that's going to present a lot, of, a lot of problems. Uh, you know, that's a, to me, that's a big advantage. I always prefer having a big point guard, you know, a point guard that can score, you know, dish the rock and play some D. And having one at six six, that's a you know, yeah. Point guard is the tip of the spear. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, yeah. I would, I prefer to find the uh, guys that are that. I haven't been able to find the six six point guard in League Thirty One. Yeah. So, yeah, for that's sure. a big advantage there. So that's one of the things I'm looking at when I'm looking at this team. Is yeah. like you know they have a lot of guys. I mean, they can just run guys at you. I mean, I'm looking at you know stake seven guys that can score double figures right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you have to slow them down and, uh, you know, make life difficult. For sure. Because they're very, very good. Very, very good team. And, like I said, as the season goes and Gavin Hall gets better and better, this is one of the teams to watch out for going into the tournament. Oh, definitely. And um, let me ask you this. Uh, Duluth takes down Lansing and brings home the trophy if blank. Finish that sentence for me. If we score more points than Lansing. Okay. Which, you know, not to be, uh, you know, what do you say, facetious, but, you know, it really comes down to that because, you know, we uh, we gave up 95 points to St. Paul. St. Paul's a good team, very good team, very capable team. And, you know, I look at Lansing like the same way. Okay. It's just one of those teams that, you know, if, if we if we don't shoot the ball well and and they do, you know, we're going to be in trouble. Yeah. So It looks like that's the way to beat Duluth right now is – we're not shooting the ball that great in any of these, you know, regular season games. I think there's like maybe one game that we shot 50%. The rest of them were, you know, mid forties, mid to low forties. Yeah, definitely. So, um, so what would it mean to your program, to your team to take home and uh, secure a PNTT title? Man, this would be a hell of an accomplishment. Uh, you know, we, we got one, we got an HIV trophy. Uh, several seasons back, uh, this this one's a little uh, a different animal just because of the number of games that you yeah. have to win to do it. Even even compared to the NTT, mm-hmm. you know, it, this could be more of a gauntlet. Yeah, I mean, we had a we had a gauntlet to to get to the championship last year, um, but man, there's so many good teams in here and so many games you have to play to win it. So I mean, this is a huge deal, huge. Yeah, there's if, no if we can get it done. If we can get it done, like I said. You know, we still got uh, quite a hill to climb in Lansing, so I don't want to. For sure. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's something to think about as you think about your program and what that would mean. There's only been four teams that have won PNTT titles. I mean, obviously, lots of teams have won an NTT title, but only four have won a PNTT title. Um, so if you win, you get you get the trophy. Um, you get your name on it. You get your team's name on it. Um, where would you display that? So currently you're living in a hotel, but hopefully get your <laughs> uh, your condo back soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where, where where are you planning on displaying that that trophy? Oh man, you know, just have to go in my little. Uh, I have a man cave that you know has all my trophies from you know back to elementary school through high school. And all that stuff. So just go right in there with those, and we'll display it prominently. 
have a little light. I might shine the light on it, you know, nice. until the the NTT uh, starts. Okay. But yeah, hey, you know, like I said, I don't like to get ahead of myself. I don't want to yeah. like think about what it's going to be like to do this and that. I want to get it done first. Mm-hmm. You know, and if it happens, then you know I'll be extremely, extremely grateful. And you know, it's a hell of an accomplishment. Cause this league, man, this league's a meat grinder. It is. You know. It is. Like, and you, I play. I, I play a long time in League Seventeen. There was a lot of uh, active coaches yeah. in that league, but nothing like this. And oh no, this is not as concentrated. I mean, it's just <laughs> this is incredible. And uh, yeah. you know, the, I mean, I don't want to give you a big head or anything, obviously, but you know, me me and uh, Coach Whale and Coach Sam were talking, and we we're saying this might be the best team we've ever seen in thirty one. You know, uh, this is. This is an incredible amount of talent you put together, um, and uh, yeah, I think yeah, I it's, think it's safe to say most people are rooting against you. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know it's it's like when Duke's in the tournament. Yeah, no one wants to see Duke win and stuff like that. Maybe you're not a Duke fan. You're from North oh, Carolina, I'm a, right? I'm a I'm a diehard Dukey. Matter of oh, fact, you are my, a home, Duke fan. My, my own my hometown is where Duke originated. Okay, I knew you were from North Carolina, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were raised on Tobacco Road, right in the middle of this Duke Carolina thing. Yeah, so you so, know, you know. Oh but. yeah, it's in my blood, man. You know, if you're in, if you live in this part of the country, you know, in North Carolina, especially, you know, Indiana's another state. Yeah. Uh, but they're just, you know, there's really nothing else to do here, but you know, play basketball. For sure. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, good luck tonight, this- Coach. I mean, or whenever, whenever the game plays. When will the game be played? I believe 9 p.m. Yeah. Does it does it run different on a Sunday? I can't remember. I think it was one day where it doesn't run. Yeah, I think it is 9. Time. Yeah, it is 9 p.m. on Sunday. Okay. So, yeah. Good yeah. luck. Um we're excited to see how it goes and hopefully we get we get a great game here. Yeah, man, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I am nervous. I always get nervous for all these games, you know, because mm-hmm. You know, I, I know I know the flaws in my squad, and I'm always you know a little concerned they're going to get exploited. Like I said, this Lansing team is the one that could do it. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch the play by play. For sure. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Coach, and uh, I'll talk to you later. All right, thanks for having me on. Shout out to DTL Nation, all my uh, DTL Warriors out there. <laughs> you guys stay strong, man. <laughs> thanks, Coach. <laughs>